Welcome to Textonation. Joining us is Kendra Lococo with Google's Central Accessibility Team. Thank you for joining us, Kendra. Good morning, Fred. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to talk about accessibility today. Uh, you know, this is really something that I am incredibly passionate about, both personally and professionally, and just such an important topic. So thank you for having me. Well, tell us a little bit, first of all, about your background and about this team that Google has. Absolutely. So I'm on the, like you said, central accessibility team, and we really just work to make products better. And, and that's really what accessibility is. It's, it's just about building better products that can benefit everyone and, and not just people with disabilities. And I'm going to give you an example for that. Um, let's say you're in a conference or a meeting and uh, you're stuck way in the back or someone's talking next to you or coming in and out of the door. It can get quite noisy and, and sometimes you can't hear the speaker. So we really wanted to make that experience better for everyone. And we just recently launched live automatic captions right within Google Slides. So now as a speaker is talking, captions will actually appear right on the slides and display for the audience. So now the audience can follow along with what the speaker is saying. And I think that that's a great example of something that not only helps me, who you know I often do get stuck in the back, but also for the more than 460 million people in the world who are deaf or hard of hearing themselves. So people should think of that as sort of like a closed captions for presentations, that kind of thing? Absolutely. And I think the one of the key there is that it's, it's live um, closed captions. So as the speaker speaking, captions um, will display exactly what the speaker is saying. So very exciting. That's really amazing. And uh, how much latency is there when, when a person is speaking? Because you're going out to the Internet, I assume, to the cloud. <laughs> There, there's very little latency. In fact, I actually used it the day it came out um, for a meeting myself, and it was just absolutely amazing. Uh, you know, we had a few people who also um, had had very various, um, you know, maybe English wasn't their first language, or someone um, had a cold actually that day, and so it was just a really good example of of different use cases and and for such a wide range of of people. But I also think maybe another fan favorite here is Google Home, right? We, I know I use my Google Home for turning on lights or adjusting my thermostat or telling me the next step in a recipe as I'm sort of up to my elbows in chicken. But for, for people like my mom, who is actually a wheelchair user herself, she recently had um, a very unfortunate fall and she wasn't next to her phone and my dad wasn't home. And, and she was actually able to use Google Home to call my dad and he was able to come and help her right away and everything's fine. But I think that, again, that was just such a great reminder about you know, how, how technology really has the power to remove these barriers and, and really help people live more independently. And you don't, as you mentioned, you don't have to have a, a disability. It can be something as mm -hmm. simple as I'm tired, I'm sitting on the, on the sofa, I don't want to get up to hit the light switch. You can do it with your voice. <laughs> Yes, I mean, actually, um, you know, I, you had mentioned, you know, there's, there's more than 1 billion people in the world with a disability, but that number really doesn't account for also temporary disabilities. Um, my dad actually fell off a ladder just two weeks ago, and now he has a broken ankle, and he's in a boot for eight weeks, and uh, he just told me the other day about all the great things that he's starting to realize what Google Home can do for him in, in different situations, so Absolutely. What are some of the other uh, features that, that Google offers that, that folks may not be so much aware of? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm actually, I think it'd be really great to talk about some of the new features we've also launched, which is 
um, voice access, and this is something that was targeted specifically for people who have motor or mobility um, impairments. And you know, there's more. I know I'm throwing a lot of numbers out here, but there are more than 60 million people in the U.S. alone who have a motor or mobility impairment. And you know, most of us have our mobile phones. We use them for so many different reasons today. And um, but for someone who maybe has an impairment to the arm or hand, it can actually be quite difficult. So with voice access, you can now completely navigate and use your phone hands-free just by using your voice. So you can send an email, you can compose a text, you can you know, take the beloved selfies we all love. And, and again, I think this, is, this was something that we were really excited to, to be able to use technology to, to break down that barrier. And this is on, uh, on, your, on your newest phones and, and others as well? Yes, so Voice Access um, is an app right within Android, and um, you just download it as, as, any other, as any other app. It's really great, really easy. And all of this is, is really important, obviously, to a lot of people. I guess the figure is over a billion people globally mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that, yep. that uh, have disabilities of one kind or another. Absolutely, yep. Um, so about 15 to 20 percent of the world's population has some form of disability, which is uh, just over a billion. And again, that is not including uh, temporary uh, impairments like my dad, for example, or um, you know, the aging population. We're, we're all going to be aging at one point or another. So really, I think that that just shows the impact and you know, the, how this really affects everyone at, at one point or another in their lives. And you're building features into other products like uh, YouTube and, and Maps as well that can, be, mm-hmm. that can be helpful. Yes, absolutely. In fact, um, Maps was one really exciting one that came this year. And, and again, uh, you know, we're, we're really starting to think about how do we also help within the physical world and, and not just the virtual world. And this was a really great example of that. Uh, for example, I'm going to go back to my mom here, but she you know, using a wheelchair, she often needs to know whether or not a new restaurant has accessible parking or accessible entrance or, you know, bathroom. And, and so this was a really, really cool um, project that we did. Over 7 million community members actually helped uh, to give us this information. We got over 51 million answers just from 7 million people. And we were able to now uh, display over 12 million business information within Maps. So now if you look up a business, you can actually go into their information and check whether or not they have accessible entrance or um, bathroom or parking. And this is, this is really just the start. So um, I think another great example when I talk about navigating the physical world is an app that we recently announced at Google I.O., which is our large uh, developer conference every year. And it's coming soon. And if you are blind or low vision, um, I'm going to throw another number out there. 250 million people in the world are blind or low vision. Uh, This is really helping to navigate and interact with the physical world. So you would actually wear it on a lanyard or maybe in a t-shirt pocket. And as you walk around, it'll give you auditory cues as to what's around you. So if you're in a work situation, for example, Maybe it'll say printer at noon or printer at 12 o'clock or it'll say scissors at 3 o'clock. But also if you're just at home and, uh, you know, you need to know the expiration date on your milk, you can also get your expiration date on your milk using the app. So, um, again, this, this is just a really exciting and, and hard problem to solve considering the physical world changes so often. But um, we're really just scratching the surface here. 
I know people can Google it, so to speak, but is there a central location <laughs> that has a lot of this information available? Absolutely. If you just go to google.com slash accessibility, that is our site, and we have all the information you would need there. Terrific, Kendra. Uh, our best wishes to your parents. We hope they don't experience any more falls. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, and good luck to the team there with, with all that you're doing. Appreciate it. Have a great day. Now this. How many companies out there have continued to innovate when it comes to building a better radio? I'm Fred Fishkin, host of Textination, and I'm here to tell you about the new CC SkyWave SSB radio from the wonderful people at C-Crane. Bob and his crew really love radio, and it shows in this new compact model that is packed with features. Beyond great AM and FM reception and sound, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. Listen to ham radio operators, aviation, and more. It's the radio you'll turn to every day, and in emergencies. It will run for nearly three days on just two AA batteries. Pair the sleep timer with the new Soft Speaker 3, and you've got the perfect radio for your nightstand. Of course, it can wake you up too. Click on Ccrane at textination.com and put in the code textination for a free flashlight with your order. They love radio, and you'll love Ccrane.